Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the Foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, actually, back after being away for an episode and a half, long hiatus. My my best friend and the other host of the show, Edward Robles. How's it going, guys? I feel better. By the way, stomach virus, all kinds of shit going on in my life. You you get you get you get food poisoning from eating pasta, pizza. Hut. We're still yeah, we're still going with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but not only that, but then obviously the episode before you got a blackout. Oh yeah, followed yeah, by fuck. also your mom <laughs> not feeling yeah. too well. Basically, it's like God's trying to tell me something. I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure he's going to keep saying it. has nothing to do with the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm... I'm I mean, towards, first things first, one, th- thankfully, your mom and you are, are good. Yeah. I'm not trying to push your guys' lives yeah, before the podcast. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, that that was just a, a series of... of Bro, just, it's still going. I mean, my mom, I just got her out of the hospital yesterday. So Yeah, that's true. So that's a good thing, but you no, know, I'm hoping. He's hoping. He's praying that you know, uh, this stays that way. That she stays out the hospital and there's no more medical you know, things that I have to take care of. So, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, your mom is basically like another mom for me. So, yeah, uh-huh. she offer you that caldo. A little too much, but yeah. <laughs> a little too much, but yeah. All kinds of food, all kinds of bread, all kinds of everything. Yeah, it's funny when I look back at it, like your parents want, my parents wanted to, wanted me to be skinny like you, and then your parents wanted you to be fat like me. That's the card we were dealt with, man. <laughs> that's, that's what we were dealt with. I'm, I'm still waiting for your metabolism finally to just catch up to you. I'm Trust me, dude. I mean, with all the junk food I've been eating and not working out, I'm waiting for that shit to hit me too. But you know what? Then I'm like, you know what? Let me just start working out. I'm actually going to start working out tomorrow after like with all these medical hiatuses and stuff. You know, I'm really going to start again and start meal prepping like I used to. And 
watch. I'm gonna just get back traded all over again. All right, we'll see. We'll see about that. Well, today I was okay. So for guys, for you guys to get a reference, once again, we record these on Mondays and then we drop the episodes on Friday. But um, today I was playing some tribal. You probably, you guys probably saw that on on Twitter and Instagram of me promoting a tribal game. Actually, right to the park right next to my house, like right by my house. Uh, we played some tribal. Uh, shout out to them. I'll probably do another post on them on Twitter about tribal. But it's a really fun game. It's like a combination of like. Basketball, rugby, hockey. Um, I guess you can say soccer if you want to, but it's more. I feel like more. It's it's more of a basketball, hockey, uh, and rugby kind of game. It's it's fun. It's really fun. Um, once you get once you like some people are apprehensive because they don't understand. They don't like you know understand the rules. But once you get into it and you play it, it it it, it gets it becomes really fun. So um, you know he's gonna. So shout out to Jared, the the creator of Tribal. Um, he actually is going to drop some videos on YouTube to kind of explain tribal so so people don't be get get so apprehensive of it. And he's always going to be dropping about games that they're going to have in Houston. Um, I do believe the next one that they plan on doing is going to be like in June, uh, kind of like mid June, and have it I believe at Bayland Park, which you and me, you, or you and me are kind of very familiar to that park. Oh yeah, uh, it's another park that we grew up in, but. Um, but yeah, no, it was a real fun game. Got 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 to go work out in and out of it, and also got to have like a reunion with with some guys from Soft Sports. So for for those of you who don't know much about my my life, um, I was part of a YouTube channel called Soft Sports, um, where I covered. Well, it was it was it was all Houston sports. Um, initially, it was basically a Texans channel because that's basically all they talked about. But, you know, kind of once I got into the mix, I started talking about Astros baseball for them. And I talked about the Houston Dynamo, which was, guys, I guess, my shot at talking soccer finally. Um, and then, you know, obviously now I started the podcast. I still do some things with soft sports from time to time, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys I'm a member. And, uh, at least I don't see myself as a member. I just kind of see someone that supports soft sports. But, yeah, so um, I was cool to see uh, Ed Honcho, who's the creator of soft sports. Uh, again, just because you know, we, we you know we we've partnered up for for such a long time, and you know, obviously was full, really supportive of when I decided to create the podcast, which is crazy to think ever that we completed a full season. Like that was only like well, obviously like thirty nine weeks ago, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's crazy to think that, right? Like, I mean, we completed a full season, and then obviously we, we finished Champions League. So, I mean. So one hell of a season for us, but uh, we can't wait to keep going with this, you know, at least for me. And then, you know, we got Euros, Copa America, Gold Cup. So it's, it's going to be a really, it's going to be a big summer for us as well, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm, I'm still waiting on all these transfer news, uh, all these transfer news that's going all around. I'm, I'm still waiting to see what's going to be the impact to, you know, my favorite teams. That's true. Uh, and we're actually going to talk about that stuff. So. So for today's show, we're going to talk about some some rumblings in the in the coaching side of things in, in the game, as well as transfer rumors galore. Uh, I mean galore. Um, and then we're going to have some headlines. No debate today because this is going to be a really really packed show, so we won't have a debate topic today. Um, we're going to have game. Re- uh, we're going to recap the Liga MX final, the Europa League final, the Champions League final, uh, and that's it. We'll do our players of the week and wrap things up with a three up three down that for people that are part of me and Edward's generation and, and a little bit more back would probably be like, well, yeah, you're right. So, so we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll go ahead and get started with this episode.
thought that you were going to say something over. Nope. <laughs> Hector, what was your New Year's resolution? Same one as every year. Read more. Why every year? Well, with school and work, it's simply hard to find time to read. What if instead of reading, you listen to someone read your books for you on Audible? Audible? Audible has a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. I like listening to my audiobooks on my way to work. What if I don't like Audible? You can start a 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash insert name FC podcast. You'll be supporting the insert name FC podcast along with finally getting that New Year's resolution done. Thanks. Now I'm going to start a 30-day free trial. And we are back. Once again, you guys take full advantage of that great partner of ours. Uh, would definitely help us out as, you know, we can give you guys a better location to record besides my bedroom. Yep. So that way we can have, even you know, one of those little, you know, soundproof AC conditioner tool sheds kind of stuff. At least that. You know. <laughs> Especially living here in Texas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because right now our system is, hey, we're talking into pillows and me stealing Robo's bed. And that sounds so wrong. Bed. That sounds so wrong. I didn't say you're calling to a pillow. Uh, I, I find out, I'm not going to say it's weird, but it's interesting to hear people that like have a body pillow so they can like cuddle with it. Not like a creepy way, but just like, I guess, like the feeling of color. If any of our friends have uh, cuddle pillows, feel free to let us know. Pillows. It's a body pillow, Ever. Uh, see, this is how you know I don't have one. Because I don't even know what it's called. Anyways, all right. So, obviously, the seasons are over, so that means a bunch of things. A, people are getting fired, and B, people are getting, rehi- are getting hired or rehired for some cases. And also, a lot of transfer rumors that, or some that have actually been, that have already happened. So, we'll get going with the managers, and we'll start things off. It's just, Rob, we're just going to say, we're not going to go like into deep about it, but we're just going to say it. All right, Napoli fires Gattuso. Galtier leaving Lille after winning a championship. He's leaving the team that he won <laughs> he a championship. To, he wants to leave on good terms. He's like, you know what? I did everything I did, and I just want to leave now. Speaking of people that are leaving after winning a championship, Conte's leaving Inter Milan. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Juventus fired Pirlo. Oh, to hire wow. their former manager, Allegri. He's, he's back in Juventus. Wow. Uh, Tottenham looking to bring back Pochettino. Really? Yeah, they're looking to bring him back. Wow. Zidane is leaving Real Madrid. Yeah, expected. I, I saw that. I saw that. Real Madrid wants Pochettino. I don't even know what's going on. What is going on? I feel like Jim with a... What is going on? Uh, Lazio fired Inzaghi. Uh, okay. Inter interested in Inzaghi. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Damn. Uh, Coleman's agent is Matt Laporta. <laughs> and Laporte. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> it was the president of Barcelona. I know. Uh, Spalletti is going to become the manager of Napoli. Oh, cool. Real Madrid is interested in Campos with Mbappe. I'm guessing he's a, a French manager. I don't really know too much about Campos. I'm sorry for people that do know who Campos is, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know either. But apparently Real Madrid is interested in him. And apparently it's possible for a package deal to get Mbappe as well. Damn. Um, no denies contact with Barcelona and Real Madrid. Damn. So I guess there were some people throwing his name out there for yeah, for possibly taking over. Possibly, yeah. Uh, and I also heard that Xavi is also Xavi, uh, Yeah, Xavi. Possible. They say that Xavi is a possible like uh, 
Barcelona. Maybe uh, that's why Coleman is mad. <laughs> now that, like, that, that give you some context. I guess like Laporte wants to bring, which makes sense. You got a new president. He wants to bring in his guy. You know, Coleman isn't his guy. Yeah, Coleman is not. Yeah. So and so this okay. Edward, just hear me out. Okay. Okay. What are you gonna say now, Barcelona? I believe Laporte was the man, was the president when he became came in. Fires Dutch manager. I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, uh, Ricard. Ricard. Yeah. Fires Ricard. Brings in yeah. former Barcelona. Uh, was he a midfielder as well? Pep. No, Pep. Pep. I think was a center back or some defensive. Man. Well, former Barcelona legend. Is that safe to say? Yeah, Josep. It's like Josep Maria Guardiola. Yep. So brings in Guardiola to become the new manager of Barcelona. And they, be, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, they become great. So, just hear me out, Howard. Oh. I mean, Laporte becomes president again. Fires Dutch manager Coleman. Bring in Barca Logic. Soccer. It does repeat itself, especially with, uh, with, you know, soccer or, you know, football. It repeats itself. So, so uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm got, I got Howard's hopes up a little bit there, but I mean, Xavi does make sense. I, I won't deny it. It's a, it, it, he's looking, he does, it, I mean, granted, it's Qatar, but he looks really damn good. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's not like, it's not like he's just winning the league over there. He's, I mean, like, he's winning it by like a distance. Oh, yeah. So, who knows? All right. So, those are the managers. Now, here is the transfer talk. Azar wants to return to Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I heard about that one. Ryan to Man U. Wow. Dang to Man U. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one, too. Zaha wanted by Everton and Tottenham. Obviously, that's Wolford. Actually, former Manchester United player, Wolford Zaha. Yeah. Um, wanted by Everton and Tottenham. Onate to Liverpool. Ronaldo to Barcelona. It's finally happened. They got their guy. Yeah. Wow. Now, I think, at the at the prime age of 30. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the hell? Speaking of guys in their prime, Aguero to Barcelona. I know. What in the hell is going on? Giannis is not happy. Go figure. At Barcelona. Oh, shit. Donnarumma, it will be leaving AC Milan. Oh, good. Yeah, I, 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 I was just like, mm, okay. No new offers from Barcelona for Messi. Of course, I mean, damn, these calls is like, God, through the roof. Oscar Hallsford, Chelsea return. Mm, I don't know if that's going to, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, uh, Oscar's man, good, but I don't know. Manu and Man City are after Villarreal's Torres. Oh, yeah. Uh, Holland won't push for transfer. Yeah, but he will be hearing it, hearing the transfer offers. No, oh, I'm pretty damn sure. Alaba to Real Madrid. Oh yeah, ah. Reggie can to Syria. A Syria team is interested. In Re- Syria teams are interested in Reggie Cannon. Nice. Uh, Real Madrid and Arsenal interested in in Gone of Sevilla. Yeah. Arsenal going for Sterling. Damn what? I feel like I feel like was, was <laughs> I'm just speechless at this point, bro. Was it? Was it? Okay, let me ask you something. Wasn't Raheem Sterling like originally Liverpool material? Like, like, a, yeah, I think I do believe he was a Liverpool product. Yeah, he and then he went to Man City. And he went to Man City and had that ridiculous saying like, oh, "I can't wait to wear the legendary number seven, which was, I believe the last the last player that wore number seven for Man City was Milner, James Milner. I think so. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um. Lukaku to Chelsea. Wow. 
Barcelona want Emerson uh, from Real Betis. Yeah. Real Madrid pushing for Mbappe. That's not nice. Yeah. Garcia to Barcelona. Yeah. The, the center back. Yeah. Eric Garcia from Man City. Yep. Yeah. He came back to Man U. Ha ha ha. is done with Lons, and I'm done with him in Arsenal. <laughs> okay. Hoppa CR7 swap between Juventus and Man U. Hmm. That actually sounds like a good Varane is delaying our move away from Real Madrid. So I know I just mentioned that Varane to yeah. Manchester United. But he's delaying. But now he's delaying the decision. Alright, alright. And Maigan signs with AC Milan. So AC Milan essentially got their replacement for Donnarumma. Yeah. Damn. That's a lot. Um, That's a it, lot of rumors, a lot of uh, confirmations, and you know. Yep. So... I mean, one, it's not official until the team makes the announcements, obviously, but... Yeah. So, I mean, that's Gordon, Gordon basically was already Yeah, he, he, like he just became official. Well, once again, on Monday, he became official, but... Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo also was official as well. I don't think they made the announcement, but I know that it's official. I know as far as, like, he is... I know I know Barcelona hasn't confirmed, like, hasn't made their, their, their uh, I guess, their announcement, but I know that, like, the rest have already done, like, you know, Fox Sports, Fox Soccer, and ESPN FC, and obviously... All the La Marca, you know, they already made it official, so obviously they, they have to know something, right? Yeah. Man, dude, like, I'm like, I'm like starting to think, like, damn, dude, Barcelona's going for all these old people, like, what the hell? Like, nothing against, you know, 30-year-olds or nothing, but damn, bro, like. I just want to know what Wijnaldum brings to the table. It's, it's not like a, it's not so much of, I mean, I, I can see what Aguero can do coming off the bench, but uh, does this does this basically answer that Holland's not going to Barcelona? Dude, honestly, well, no, actually, no, because, think about it, it was a free transfer, it wasn't actually like, okay, you know, like, we're, we're gonna pay this much money, so they technically still have all that money, uh, and stuffed in their pocket, and Laporta, remember from the last that I heard, he was still dealing with trying to get a loan from, uh, an agency. Okay. So, there's still hope. Alright, man, let's get going with these headlines. Alright, bro. Alright, start things off. Cristiano Ronaldo's humble brag. Or maybe it's him saying that he's he's done. So, for those of you who don't know, or if you guys are one of Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't know how many followers he has on Instagram. I know it's like a lot. I think he has like the most. Five million, maybe more? No, it's more. I know it's more. But, um, he goes on this part. So, for you guys to understand my thought process, usually when an athlete posts something on Instagram with a long ass caption, I think of one thing and one thing only. They're retiring. <laughs> it, someone tell me that I'm wrong. Because I mean, every time I've seen a player, especially at like the age, like specifically at the age of Cristiano Ronaldo, I mean, let's face it, he's, he's, he's not young anymore. He's, he's not young anymore. I'm sure he feels, he, he thinks he's young, but he's not. And I'm sure Georgina makes him feel young, but he's not. Um, but, whenever a player, especially up there in age, do this long-ass post, or if it's a black-and-white picture, also that, that's also a good sign that they're probably retiring, is that they post a black-and-white picture of themselves. Or like a picture of their cleats. Or a picture of them walking away. It's, it's usually, that's the sign that, okay, well, Tom Brady pulled that shit, but it was only to say that he signed up with Hulu. But anyways, like, he, he does this post, and I, and I read it, because obviously it's Cristiano Ronaldo, 
So I read it word for word, only to basically Ronaldo bragging about himself. He, he essentially mentions his successes, obviously winning in, in England with Manchester United, winning in Real Madrid, uh, winning La Liga with Real Madrid, and obviously also following Champions League titles as well. And obviously his successes that he's had already in Serie A with Juventus, obviously the only missing is the Champions League. Right. And he goes into this long laundry list of successes. Like I said, I read every single thing, hoping to hear that I think it's time for me to retire. No, he did not. He did not retire at all. He basically just kind of, he basically just bragged. Like, he was a sick brag by Cristiano Ronaldo. That's, that's really all you really need to know about this Instagram post. It's just sick brag, Ronaldo. Sick brag. Um, and then he, go, he, he has this quote, and it's a, a, such an amazing quote. I don't chase records, records chase me. This seems like a Zlatan quote, to be honest. Like, what do you think, Edward? Mm, yeah, kind of like a Zlatan brag. There you go. Like, he's pushing himself up there. It's like a, oh, what was it? Like, um, what, what was it? It was like the ball. Zlatan uh, isn't scared of, you know, the ball. The ball is scared of Zlatan or something like that. Basically, a Chuck Norris joke. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's a Zlatan joke, but it's a Chuck Norris. Chuck, like, Zlatan's copying Chuck Norris and, and Ronaldo's copying Zlatan. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, like like we always said about Satan, he can talk all he wants. He's a he's a trash talker for sure, but he can back it up. But Ronaldo's not talking trash. It's just I guess maybe he's just tired of everybody saying that he's kind of getting overrated at this point. So he's trying to second fellow defend. Him. Yeah, he's he's trying to he's trying to I guess defend himself in a way in social media by. Betting everybody know, hey, this is what I bring to the table. It's still there. And, you know, it's not like I got all this shit with an asterisk kind of shit. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like if you brag that you, you know, you had, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm reading this out from the big bank theory, you know, kind of like bragging that you had sex with a hot girl with two girls, kind of like Roger was. He's like, oh, no, whenever I find these panties in my house, I don't know whose they are, so I don't know whose girl it is. So I don't know. Like he's trying to say, "Oh, the troubles that I have," but yeah, it's like you're bragging yourself, you know? No, yeah, that's that's for sure. But uh, but yeah, so like this is the thing with me because obviously he's clearly pointing out, highlighting the successes that he's accomplished so far. And he basically he's like saying, "I'm up for the next challenge." Do you think that this means that you know his time with Juventus is done? Mm, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, with the new manager and everything, who knows if they're even going to use him at this point or they're even going to want to use him. Yeah, for sure. I, mean, I, I just, when you have a player like Cristiano Ronaldo, even with his age, I still think like, you got something there, especially where he plays. He play, he's, not a, he's not a winger anymore. He plays up front as a striker. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just can't believe that he did this. Like, like I said, I, I, feel, I feel slightly pissed off by it just because of the fact that, like, I read this long ass. Bro, I, I don't even read, read long ass text messages, let alone like read a long ass caption on Instagram because it was Cristiano Ronaldo, and I thought, oh shit, this must be this must be the post. This must be the Instagram post where Ronaldo finally says he's going to retire, and, and to read that whole thing only to realize that he's not retiring and he's just bragging about himself. That's where I'm kind of like, man, you know what? Fuck you, man. Like I just kind of. 
Like, I really like spent so much damn time reading this fucking thing, and, and only to find out that it literally has there. There's no there's no context in this thing. It's like uh when, when Oscar when he was when he was watching that the the Dundies the Dundies clip, and he's like, I feel like there's something there, but I'm not gonna really dig deep into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like I'm Oscar right now. It's just like <laughs> it's just ridiculous to me. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Christian Ronaldo. I mean, if you guys want to want to go see the post? You can go ahead. It, basically, it's uh, it's three images. Obviously, an image of him from Manchester United with all the trophies around him from when he won in Manchester United. And then you slide you slide to the next image. It's him in Real with Real Madrid jersey with all the trophies that he's gotten from Real Madrid. And then you slide, and then it's him in Juventus with the with the trophies that he has from Juventus. Yeah, I mean, personally. Mm. He has the right to brag. It's just and he, he's not even like a really big brag either. So I mean, to me, I think I think I, I guess you could say I mean I give it a pass. I guess I, I don't know. Is Ronaldo? I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, he 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 brags and stuff, and but it's not like he brags more. Honestly, this is what I think. No, this is what I see. When he brags, it's very little. But I think he brags more about the stuff that he has, or the cars, or the homes. Like that's that's mostly what he, in, in in my mind, how I see him. He brags more about that. This is social media than anything else. But then if he if he brags about his soccer skills and stuff, then that's a whole bigger story. Like you don't really see that, you know, a lot from him, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Maybe somebody else can prove me wrong. So, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, it's just like a little humble brag. You go ahead, give yourself a little ego boost there. You know, you already know what you can do. You know, yeah, because you know, ego and Ronaldo doesn't. It's not like that. Yeah, that's, go that's, what I'm saying. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, but he, like, he already has his ego up there, and he just, I guess, he normally doesn't need to boost his own ego. Like, he waits for everybody to boost it for him. That's true. Yep. All right. So the next headline is the Super League. <laughs> Feels attacked. At this what? point, like, I'm just... Let's punish them, FIFA. Just, at this, like, well, not, uh, I don't know. No, it's the way for... Just punish them. Like, I'm, 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 I'm done with it. Like, if you're gonna... If you're gonna ban Real Madrid, Barcelona, and, and Juventus from the from the Champions League, if Serie is gonna ban Juventus from uh, Serie A, just do it. I mean, this, they're, they're Clearly, they're gonna stand by. Like, they haven't like disbanded. Well, at least they haven't disbanded. Like the other teams have have at least not affiliated themselves anymore with the Super League, right? But at this point, like, and this is from a Real Madrid fan. Like, this is coming from a Real Madrid fan. Obviously, everyone's a Barcelona fan. He's just as uh, tired of this shit as as I am. But just punish them already. Like, just keep. Like, I feel like they're playing chicken with each other at like, this point. Like, you know, like, like, oh, who, who's gonna who's gonna tap out first? Like. Are you, are you gonna punish me or not? And then you, you know, are you gonna disband or not? You're just like, you know, both like looking at each other, seeing, seeing who's gonna who's gonna crack. And it's like they're not gonna crack. Like Barcelona and Real, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Juventus have clearly stand their ground. And if they if they didn't, they would have been like out a long time ago. Like you know, AC Milan chickened out very quickly as well, even though they were part of the the last few remaining. Oh yeah, but like just. Just do it already. Like, I'm tired of it. Like, 
just just let me know already that Real Madrid isn't going to be in the Champions League next year. Like, it doesn't <laughs> want, like just say it. Just so gets like just put me out of my misery. Just just put, just just pop that zip. Just just do it. Just say Villarreal takes freaking Real Madrid. I mean, Villarreal is going to be in the Champions League anyways. But I mean, like, just 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 fucking say it already. I'm tired of this already. Just let just let's get it over with. Punish these, punish these teams because they're not. They, and, and the and the worst thing of all this is the fact that they that they had the audacity to say, like, either reform the game or watch its its intimate 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 imminent imminent downfall. <laughs> Sorry, like one. Okay, Alan, do you feel like the game is broken? No. No, I mean, it's, it's been going like this the for COVID-19, years. Did COVID-19 lead to a, st- a setback? Yes. Oh, yeah. But they're not the only... Like, this is the thing that's ridiculous to me. Like, everyone's all... Like, the people that are pro-Super League, which I'm, you know, I'm so baffled that there is... There is actually people that are pro-Super League? <laughs> Shocking. Most, the most, most of them are American. Oh, But here's God. the thing. The people that are pro-Super League is because they want to see... They just want to see the, the like, and don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I got, I don't want to see Juventus and Bayern Munich play. Like, that wouldn't be a cool, like, I, that would be, you know, I know that that game would sell. I know that game would get viewership, but that's not what I care about. I care about the little clubs. I care about those, those clubs getting a fair shot yep. at competing at the highest level. Like, look what, look what we do. You know, look at the Europa League, for instance. Like, we just had Villarreal, a seventh-place team, win the Europa League against Manchester United. I mean, we're, we'll, we'll recap it. Well, spoiler alert, if you guys didn't realize, like, two weeks ago. Um, but, like, okay, not two weeks ago. It was actually, like, a week ago. But anyways, um, like, I mean, it's about those teams. Like, those teams that don't get, uh, like, that ideally doesn't have a like a legitimate shot because they don't have the highest pay, they don't have the highest you know bank account they can't go out there and get themselves an Mbappe they have to develop their own talent that eventually gets sold <laughs> to another team but like it's those teams that I care about I don't I mean Real Madrid's gonna be fine even with this pandemic the, oh my god the pandemic that oh my god Real Madrid we couldn't get Mbappe like a year sooner like. I don't care about those teams. I care about the small clubs because those are the ones that do get affected by the Super League. The reform doesn't help them. The reform helps the big clubs. Because guess what? They're the ones that are going to be playing in the Super League. There's only five spots to, qual- to, to qualify and still no one knows how to qualify for the Super League. I mean, so, to me, just punish them already. I got to wait for just, just do it. Just get it over with. If there's a lawsuit that's going to happen, let the lawsuit happen. And if anything, that just makes them look even worse. So, I mean, like, I'm tired of it. Edward, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm, I'm basically speaking for Edward. I don't know if Edward really feels I'm, like I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, honestly, I'm past it. I just don't even want a Super League. I just leave it as is. Even with the new stipulations for the Champions League. There you go. Exactly. I mean, technically, you got what you wanted. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's the thing that baffles me. You got what you wanted. The Champions League changed. The Champions League is the Super League now. Like the format is the Super League. The only thing that's different is that you know, like Arsenal doesn't guarantee a spot. And Arsenal, you guys got a long way before you qualify for the Champions League. So 
And then there's there's also they they opened up the chance to you know roller division teams. Yeah, with the with the Europa Conference League. Yeah. So which Tottenham's there's a chance. <laughs> Tottenham's in it. I can't say anything. Arsenal didn't even make the conference league. Yeah. I just find it funny that. Congratulations, Tottenham! You got the conference league. But anyways, just 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 punish them. Just just get it over with. I'm tired of it. Syria, if you're gonna kick them out, just kick them out already. Like let let's see what happens. Let's see what what happens when the when the three when they're not. Well, Real Madrid, Barcelona, I will say, are definitely like the most watchable clubs in the world. Yeah, Juventus, it may be a hit or miss depending on how you feel about Italian soccer. Even though I did have, I did do my whole piece last week about how the Italian leagues is getting better, but uh, but yeah, I'm just I'm just done. Just, just punish them. Just get over. Just, like, <laughs> what was it? Uh, with, with Michael Scott, like, yes, I I've killed a deer before. <laughs> yeah, I had to bash it over the head, like with the, with like with the shovel, like ten times. Why? Why do you ask? <laughs> That's basically how I feel right now. <laughs> just. They're taking too long. It's just like just just get it over with. You're basically bashing the you know Barcelona, Real Madrid, and, and Juventus with a shove at this point. Like it's just just get it over with. Punish them, and let's see what happens. Let's, let's see what happens afterwards. Because because I'm just I'm just done with this. So speaking of teams that that want to do things unfairly, well yeah, Inter Miami from the MLS. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna talk about MLS guys. Yeah. You guys, don't, you guys feel like we don't do that, but we do that. So, Inter Miami is going to get punished for for those of you who did, never didn't catch like the wall. Wow, it's like a long time ago since we talked about that. But essentially, Inter Inter Miami were lying about their salary. Now, for those of you to understand about the MLS, the MLS has a salary cap, which means that combining all the teams' weight, all the players' wages in the team. It has to, it cannot go over a certain number. Now, each team has three designated player spots. Those three designated spots do not go towards the salary cap. Now, Inter Miami has, you know, I guess you would deem four designated players. Gonzalo Higuain, uh, Blas, well, actually, technically, Blasi Matuidi isn't part of that, but let's face it, he was part of that. And that's kind of the reason why they're in this shit. Um, uh, uh, Rodolfo Pizarro. The fourth one, I can't tell you. I really don't. But, uh, maybe you consider Federico Higuain? Maybe? No. <laughs> maybe, as There's no way his contract is. No way. And besides, they got him in the trade. No, nah, I think he lost his designated player spot like a long time ago. Uh, but, anyways, uh, I, I don't remember the, the third player. But, anyways, the issue was that Matuidi, they claimed that he was actually. That he was part of the salary cap turned out to not be true. It actually turned out that uh, Inter Milan was act- Inter Milan, Inter Miami, Inter Miami was actually well over the salary cap by two point two million. Um, so that led to the MLS finding Inter Miami. Lewis Morgan, Lewis Morgan. Okay, thank you. Sorry, but like all of it. So the MLS uh, gives them the MLS record for the biggest fine, which is two million. Oof. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. All exactly the same as how, how over the almost close to how over the soccer was. And the former sporting director of Inter of Inter Miami, Paul McDonough, 
has been suspended till the end of 2022 season. So, which, ironically enough, he was actually hired by Atlanta United for the same position. Similar, similar role, but obviously he's suspended till 2022, which led to Atlanta United just saying, okay, you're fine. Uh, so, and this is kind of one of those things where I'm glad that they're enforcing it, and it shows that, like, not, not, you know, you, not, no one's say, like, I, because I mean, let's face it, Inter Miami's been like a very overly hype team since its since its beginning, yeah. Because obviously, David Beckham owns this club. Um, you know, everyone thought that this was going to be like a high profile team. I mean, Gonzalo Guayan looks good. <laughs> There, there's my nice thing. <laughs> there you go. There's your nice thing. You guys didn't completely miss on your jerseys. It could be done better. But yeah, you kind of missed on them. <laughs> it's not a complete miss. But I'm just saying, when you have like black and pink, I feel like that's a that's a color scheme. You gotta go like go full on for it. But it's been like really like boring jerseys. Anyways. I don't know if you guys can hear the ice cream. I heard it. Anyways. But yeah, so I do like that the MLS cracked down on this. Um, it just shows that, like, hey, you know, this is what happens when you when you infor- when you go over the salary cap. You can't be lying about this stuff. Um, and this kind of shows that, like, I guess how somewhat fair play. Not really, because, I mean, Oh, I don't know, man. At least the Dynamo have a new are going to have a new owner, so maybe I have some high hopes coming for them. But anyways, but yeah, so Inter Miami gets punished. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I guess it, it needs to be done. Punishment, punishment to the fullest extent of well, not the law, but you know, just you know, those two million dollars, you know. So essentially, basically, what uh, what Matuidi's salary. <laughs> This is basically what what Inter Miami is paying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so yay, yikes. Yeah, but I mean, this is this is what we were talking about, like with the whole salary cap deal. But yeah, here in the U.S., you know, it's I guess you could say it doesn't work like in Europe. You know, in Europe, you know, they, I guess you could say it's more flexible. Over here, it's like if you give any team, you know, the flexibility of, hey, you can buy whatever you want, some of these dudes are going to end up buying all the players uh, and then next thing you know, they're, you're going to have like, um, I mean, I'm not trying to talk down on Dynamo, but Dynamo's going to have like nothing but like the mediocre players and... Oh, but, got, they, but they already do. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's something really like, and then you got Inter Miami's going to have like all the young bucks, the young upcoming stars, hell, you never know, they'll try to sound like Phil Fallen and stuff because they don't have like a salary cap here and there and then you also have like the owners who are like multi-millionaires and yet they just just have a team because they want to have one you know no yeah for sure uh, like I said I, I hope that you know obviously this is not me going away from the inner Miami talk but I just hope that with this new owner that the Dynamo have gotten that maybe maybe that's a sign of things to come uh, or if not you're gonna you guys are gonna be seeing on our Twitter a lot of of me, of like the black and white video of me jamming to Coldplay. So, <laughs> no, God, that's sad, sad, sad. <laughs> Which somehow on him, Jeff Sika. I don't know how the hell they got it, but they got it. Oh, copied and pasted. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think about that one. But yes. So, so there. That is the headlines, man. Uh, once again, we do not have a debate topic for this episode. I just thought that with with all that we're going to be talking about in this episode, that it, it probably would have been best not to not to do a debate, just to make the the, the intro the, this part a little bit longer than what it needs to be. But if you guys do have an idea for a debate topic that you want to hear in a future episode, make sure you guys send it to us either on Instagram or Twitter at insert name FC. Um, just send it to us a message. Tell us what debate topic you have in mind. And if we like it, we'll feature it on a future episode. And of course we always post our, our debate topics on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, at insert name FC um, to hear obviously everybody else's thoughts on it. So if you guys, Want uh want to be featured on a future episode, and we'll give you a shout out as well. Even as as ridiculous as your username is going to be, we'll give you guys a shout out. Oh yeah! So make sure you guys send it to, send that to us once again on Instagram at Twitter at InsertNameFC. Just send us a debate topic, and like I said, if we like it, we'll feature it in a future episode. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and we'll go ahead and go to a lot of game recaps. <laughs> All right. Bro, where did you get that sick jersey? What, this thing? I got it at Fanatics. Fanatics? Yeah, Fanatics. It is a one-stop shop of all things sports. They sell jerseys, hats, shirts, jackets, and much more. You can go to our bio on Instagram and Twitter at insertnamefc. You'll see our link tree to Fanatics. When you go shop on that link, you will not only be getting some fresh gear, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. I'm going to go start shopping now. I'm going to go start shopping now. And we are back. All right. The Liga MX final. That was a good one, right? It was, oh man, I enjoyed it. Liga MX is honestly like, I think it's a very underrated league. I think people need to watch Liga MX a little bit more because it is a, to me, it's a really good league. Um, the, I, I love the culture of Liga MX. Like the fans are so passionate. If you, like, I mean, I, it's still something on my bucket list personally. Like, I want to experience a, a Liga MX game, like, in person. Because it looks, it just looks so much fun. It's, it looks like a good time. You can see the past. Like, let's face it, Mexico, it should be a soccer world power. It should be. It just, let's be real, like, a lot of these guys rather play in Liga MX. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's really what it is. But I, I I love the I love the Liga MX structure. Like I like their play, their 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 the way they do their seasons. I like the Apertura and Clausura. Um, I like the playoffs. I think it's very it's it's very intense, and, and you can see how how each game really matters. And I think we got this. This honestly was the the the, the final that this this one needed to end with because I thought it was a really good matchup between the two. It would have been cool to see Puebla, but I think Puebla would have gotten destroyed. Uh, no offense to Puebla, but yeah, they would have gotten destroyed. But um, but yeah, man. So Cruz Azul beat Santos Laguna two to one on aggregate. So the first leg, Cruz Azul beat Santos Laguna one to nothing. Santos had sixty five percent of the possession. Santos outshot Cruz Azul sixteen to eight, and the only goal that was scored was by Luis Romo in the seventy first minute. Um. Basically, from that first game, uh, it was just a tie. These are two good defenses. I think that that's something we need. I mean, obviously, you see the scoreline, but these are two really good defenses. You have two really goal, good goalkeepers in Jesus Corona 
and obviously Carlos Acevedo and, and Santos Laguna. But these teams, they don't just, that, and I'm not talking about just their back line. Like, they, as a team, they defend very well. Yeah. Like, I saw that. It's, they're just really, they're complete. Like, and their attacks are really good. I think Santos, clearly in this first game, were the aggressors. They were trying to move the ball, kind of put some pressure. Um, but once again, uh, Cruz Azul has, is just really well disciplined defensively this season. And, and they, they, they were able to do the job and they got the job done in that first leg. Um, it was a big statement, especially because of the fact that that was in Santos. So obviously the second leg was going to be in Estadio Azteca, the home of Cruz Azul. And Cruz Azul ends up drawing with Santos Laguna one to one, but obviously on aggregate, that gives them the win for two, a two to one win. Um, Santos again has 65% of the possession. Santos again outshot Cruz Azul 11 to nine. Uh, the two goals that were scored was from Diego Valdez, which was a screamer of a goal, by the way, in the 37-minute mark. And the final goal was by Jonathan Rodriguez. Of course, it had to be Jonathan Rodriguez. He's been nothing but a star for Cruz Azul this season with all the goals he's contributed with that team. Um, scoring in the 51st minute and basically putting the pressure on Santos that they needed to to do something or else this this it's over for them. Like there's now because obviously they needed to score one more goal to force at least extra time. And hopefully penalties, but um, such a great game. And, and what's crazy enough is that this is Cruz Azul's. Tro- the last time Cruz Azul lifted a trophy was twenty three years ago. Damn. So you gotta think that's about all, that's always two days. Dude, what's crazy is like a lot of the the champions have been like champions that have has been a while since like like I think it's like ten plus years since they lifted trophies. I mean, Lil. Lifting a trophy, I don't know how long ago, but it's been a long time since they lifted one. Atletico Madrid lifting a trophy, like over, it's been over 10 years or something like that, or 11 years, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all that. And then you have Cruz Azul finishing the year off with <laughs> lifting a trophy after 23 years of not, you gotta think about like the fans, kind of similar to Liverpool fans, if you really think about it. Like, you know, you have this team and you, that you know, this team has success. Like, this is a good team. Like, Cruz Azul is a good team. Like for even even in like obviously all twenty three years of not winning a trophy that's still pretty rough, but they've always been really good teams. They've always made it to like they've made it to the finals. It's not that they've never made the final like in those twenty three years. They've made the finals before. They just obviously always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of a thing for the, for twenty three years. And then you got to think about Jesus Corona, who's been with this club for so long, and and this guy's forty years old. I don't know if he's gonna play another season. He probably. Maybe he will. I mean, you know, we, we know that Mexican players don't know when to hang it up. But, yeah. But, you know, exactly. his, but for Jesus Corona to, to be able to bring bring something for the fans of Cruz Azul uh, and to do it in Estadio Azteca, um, you can see the emotions running wild. But also, like, uh, Alvarado, obviously, he didn't play in the first leg because, uh, unfortunately, his, his, his wife had a miscarriage. Oh, damn. But played in the second leg. Um, you know, like, but that's such, it, it, like, that means so much to people. Like, Cruz Azul is such a big club. And it, and, it's, and it sucks that Santos Laguna couldn't get the win because I love Santos Laguna's, like, fan base. Because for people that don't know, uh, I believe Santos Laguna, similar to the Green Bay Packers, are actually owned by the fans. Damn, really? Yeah. Uh, I do believe the fans have some sort of ownership to, to Santos Laguna. Wow. So, so I, I, that, I, I, like, Santos Laguna, they, they had an incredible run. Like, that team was really good. 
I, I love that, that team is just as complete as Cruz Azul, but I just think Cruz Azul was just better throughout, just throughout the season in general. Even though I'm sure your friend kept trying to tell you how, how cursed Cruz Azul was, and actually, funny enough, I I, I work with somebody that's also a Cruz Azul fan, and even he was kind of pessimistic a little bit. But yeah. I think it's just because that's what Cruz Azul does. <laughs> Cruz Azul does that to the fans. But I think Cruz Azul was just, and I mean, like I said, I knew that this was going to be the boring pick to pick Cruz Azul over Santos Laguna, but they were just. They were just on a whole different level this 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 uh in the Glasgow this year. Mm-hmm. They were they were definitely the better team. They were the best team, and, and they deserve to have lifted the Liga MX trophy. Um, I mean, I don't know if you actually saw, for example, like Raúl Gris. The he's one of those. Um, how do I, put I mean, if people from Houston know a city Latino, and I'm sure people like from Austin and other places, they know that city Latino a radio station, but he was crying his eyes out. He couldn't even speak because of how Chris Asul won the championship. Like, they, they caught him on his social, on the social media. Like, they caught him, like, I think in his own uh, page on Instagram. They have, he's just, he's lost for words because he just couldn't believe it. He's like, after all this time, he's like, finally. So, I, I didn't even know that about him, but he, just like he's a big Chris Asul fan. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I, that was pretty, that was pretty, you know, not heart-wrenching, but like, you know, it's a moving moment for everybody who's like the deeply passionate about this team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, like, I mean, 23 years, man, like, yeah, 23 years, that is, oh, shoot, that is, it's imagine, like, think about it, it's like, if the kid is born that day, the year, and then. Oh, there's gonna be some babies. <laughs> in a few months, we're gonna find out about some cruises with babies. Oh God, don't you start with that. I'll talk about. I'll talk about like let's say he was born that year when Cruz last won the championship. Oh, okay. And then later oh, on, okay. he's like 23 years old. That's kind of similar to Liverpool fans. Yeah, like you know, like their their drop from winning the Premier was their drop from winning the Premier League, or it's just they've never won the Premier. League? Oh no, their drop from winning the Premier League. Yeah, so I mean, like because I think what there was like 30 year olds. Yeah, if I, yeah, there was like family members that didn't get to live to see that, you know, as well. Yeah, so it's like, no, I mean, it's no, it's actually very similar to it. Um, but yeah, no, it's just an amazing and went crazy. I believe the last time, um, last time uh, Cruz Azul won Liga MX, I think that was before the the format that it is now. Yeah, well, clearly it's before the format that it is now. But, but like I said, it, it, it's not like that that they've never been good enough to be at the final. They've been to the final plenty of times. They've yeah. actually been in the final very, I don't want to say recently, but like maybe like 20, at least from my, from last time I remember, it was like 2014, 2014, 2015, 2014 around there. So, I mean, it's not that they're a bad team. It's just, they just had to go up against some really, because I mean, that game, I, the last time I saw, I saw Cruz in the final, this is from what I can recall, was when they played against America and that was when their goalkeeper headed the goal into to tie it. Oh, yeah. And I think there was like some, I think, I think something about he got shot or something. I, I forgot. But, like, that was the last time I saw uh, Cruz in the final. I could be very wrong on this. I, I'm pretty sure maybe Cruz has been in the final before, uh, before a little bit after that. But, um, but no, I just, I think it's great. Uh, I think that's a, I think a great way to wrap up. Because <laughs> this actually was, the, this is literally the day after the Champions League final. This is, this is kind of in our way, this is how we wrapped up the year. Yeah, yeah this was. 
it was a pretty unbelievable year right now. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, it's such a great game. Congratulations, Cruzazul. I think very, very well-deserved championship. I'm sure all the Cruzazul fans are going to are gonna be very hold, hold on to this dearly. And hopefully they can... And I mean, they're not done yet. They obviously got to play against Leon to be to see who's the, the super champion. So, so that, I mean, there's another chance for some more silverware for, for Cruzazul. I think, I think there's actually a chance. A super, super campeon? Uh, they could, actually, yeah. I, I have a feeling they can do it. They could pull it off. I mean, Leon did, <laughs> Leon did a complete 180. Yeah, they, 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 they won, and then they're like, boom, just completely to the bottom. They got eliminated by Toluca. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, man. But yeah, no, yeah, so, Liga, I'm telling you guys, if you love, 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 love soccer, and you love fan passion and all that, and it was also great to see the fans. You know, it, obviously it wasn't a full stadium, but it was still great to see the Cruiser Soul fans. It's like, honestly, it wasn't a packed stadium, but it sounded like it. it was. Like, I, I thought, like, I thought it was a full stadium at some point. I saw the pre- the, the cardboards or the covers or whatever that they had on the chairs and stuff. But yeah, I was like, what the hell was I doing? It sounded like there's cardboard there. It was like, it seems like a bunch of people are in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, I was, I was also kind of shocked by that as well because it, and that, that, that should tell you how, how passionate Mexico is with, with their game. Because it's a good one. I, I highly recommend you guys watch Liga MX. I don't even say pick a team. Just watch their games. Just be like, just not biased. I mean, if you want to pick a club, pick a club. But I mean, like, it's a good league. I highly recommend it every time. I think Liga MX, people don't give it as much respect as it should. Because this is a league that competes with, that can compete. Like, I mean, like, what, Tigres was in the final against Bayern Munich. In yeah. The club World Cup. And I mean, they held their own pretty well. Yep. So, I mean, they lost, but they still held their own pretty well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Liga MX final, I think, was just an amazing final. Um, I, there's no other, I, like, I feel like there's no, I, I wish there was a better way than amazing, because that's what I would, I would say for that final, because it was that good. Like, was, I was uh, on the edge of my seat for both legs. It was a no-biter. It was. I mean, and credit to Santos Laguna, I think they brought it for sure. Yep. But. All right, I know you don't want to talk about this. <laughs> Oh, God. The 2021 Europa League final. Uh, I can't believe that happened. Viral beat Manchester United. 1-1. 11-10 in penalties. He went all the way to all the players in penalties. Every player checked the penalty. <laughs> including the goalies. And that is where... Oh, my God. All right. So, Manchester United has 60% of the possession. Manchester United also outshot Villarreal 14-12. Gerard Moreno and Edison Cavani were the two goal scorers for this game. Uh, you know, also it should probably be good to mention that Unai Emery has a lot of success in the Europa League. Yeah. He won it three times with Sevilla and then has obviously won it, well, obviously not won it with Villarreal. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just baffled by it. Um, and obviously, it went to penalties. I got one. Give props to, to both defenses. I think they did a very good job. Because um, to be honest, the, the two goals that were scored, they were. It was like, okay, you're not going to get those. Like, yeah, they were well placed shots. Like, you can't you can't blame the goalkeeper. You can't blame blame anybody. Um, it, they were just they were like they were going to go in. Yeah, <laughs> they were, were going to go in no matter what. Yeah, exactly. So I mean. And obviously, you have you know Moreno, who's been an amazing player for Villarreal this season. Yeah, exactly. And, and then Edison Cavani, who who has got who's put some respect back into the number seven for Manchester United. So 
but definitely, you know, two guys that if they if they get their shot, they're going to take it and they're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it went to penalties. Every single player made their kick. I don't know if this is more telling on the goalkeepers or this was, or or anything else, but yeah, every player made their penalty kick except for one player, and that is David De Gea. Who oh. I think I, I think he officially uh, <laughs> signed his 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 release papers. <laughs> no, on that on that one, I want to tell you something. Like, did you did you? Have, I think he knew if he hit it with too much power, he would overshoot it over the goal. So he he hit it low, but it was too soft. Mm-hmm. It was really soft. And things you got to think about it. He's a goalie. He never really practices shots like those, or he never practices. He's passing the ball that. Low with that much power, he's used to shooting it out of there. So I figured he probably shot it like that just for the hell of it. Because even um the oppositional goalkeeper, goalkeeper, I don't remember his name. Um, he was able to block the shot, but it was a, it was a, like I'm sorry, he was able to score his shot, but it's like the J I guess wrong. And that was the thing he guessed wrong. It wasn't like a super crazy shot. It wasn't anything like that, but. All in all, but yeah, he, he, he probably saw where he was going and he just took a dive and he thought if I get to it, at least that. Nope. And the uh, opposition goalkeeper or anything took the took the the shot away from the jail. Like he blocked it perfectly. It was it was a dive. It was a good dive. I'm not gonna say. I don't know what else to say, but yeah, the jail just kind of oof. So I was actually watching this at work. And I was trying so hard not to like react, but like when when Viral won, because to be honest, everybody counted out Viral. Yeah, I mean, remember we had I had said that Manchester United was going to take it. Yeah, no, you did. Um, but and even I said I think Manch, I think Manchester United wins this game. It's like Viral's in seventh place. Uh, you know, yeah. um, I don't believe I don't even know if they qualify for Europa. I don't think they do. Oh, damn. What? No, I said, like, oh, damn, they don't qualify. Well, obviously, winning this probably puts them in a better spot because yeah. they're in the Champions League. Yep. I mean, imagine that will be in the Champions League. That would be nice. That would be, be pretty interesting if they get paired in the same group. Yeah. It's the rematch. In the rematch. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so this is VRL's first European title. Obviously, that also includes Champions League. So, this is our first title ever of European competition. Um, Unai Emery wins his fourth Europa League title. Um, apparently, he's just the guy to win Europa League. Apparently, not with, with Arsenal, but he's apparently the guy to win <laughs> the Europa League. Somebody's a bit salty over there. Uh, and also, to point this out, La Liga is still undefeated against the English Premier League in European Cup Finals. Damn. That's, that's Champions League and Europa League. La Liga is still undefeated, so suck it. La Liga is the best league. Oh, God. So, even, though, even though in the Champions League, the final was two English teams. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> never lost. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, Real Madrid did handle Liverpool. Remember that? Remember that? In the final? You remember, Kelsey? I'm sorry, That's right, Kelsey. Kelsey. You remember that? We also eliminated you in the quarterfinals this year. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sorry, Kelsey. Shout out to Unhinged FC. Um, obviously, we're going to have to sing since all our teams got eliminated and didn't make the final. <laughs> yep. I still got like two songs to sing. 
Yeah, you do. Oh, man. So we, we, you just best need to figure that out because you guys, you guys owe me a song. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to Veer Ralph for winning the Europa League. And Edward, the 2021 Champions League final. First of all, before we even talk about it, what do you think about this one? Did you, was this everything that you expected? Was this a little boring to you? Was this, what was this to you? No, it wasn't actually boring. Like, there was actually those crazy-ass moments where you're thinking, oh, that's a goal, and it just kind of, they either whoosh it out, or they get blocked, or either the defender sends away, he sends in the way of a shot. It was cornered, so I was like, damn, I was like, this is a pretty intense matchup. Even in the second, in the second half, that's when it picked up a lot. That's what I think, too. I think it was, I think this was a good game. I'm a, I'll, I'll say this to you. I like defensive matchups. I mean, it, obviously, like, I just, I think I overly hyped up the League of X final. But respectively so, I thought it was a great final. I like key, close defensive matchups, not people that just are bad at shooting. Just good defensive matchups, because I think that that's what we got from this Champions League. And also the Europa League final. I thought that was a really good defensive matchup as well. Both teams defended well. Um, but, I, I mean, in sports in general, like baseball, I love pitchers' duels. I love watching a pitchers' duel, because even though, like, the, the score, the score line is going to be really low, I like watching a good pitch up, a pitching matchup, and also the defense that comes into play for the for the infield and, and outfield as well. Football, I love defensive matches. I actually did enjoy the the, the Patriots and LA Rams Super Bowl. I know people that's an unpopular opinion, but I actually did enjoy wow. it. I thought it was a good defensive game, and I give props to it. Basketball, I mean, there's no defense in basketball at this point, but <laughs> but I mean, like if I see a score. To be honest, when I see a scoreline that says like eighty nine to like ninety four, I'm like, oh man, that's and that's like now, not not like that was that's a like back in the day, that's a lot of points. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Back in the day, if you guys don't believe me, go look at the Chicago Bulls runs. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck yeah! Look how low scoring those games are. Like it was very rare to see anybody hit a hundred, and now it's like it's, it's an everyday thing in the NBA now. But that's because like I said, no one defense anymore. <laughs> defense is a lost art, but. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like good defensive matchups. I think that it, it brings something. Because I think it brings something to the attack. Like, obviously, you can't just do what you usually do to beat them. You got to be a little bit more, uh, I guess, what's, what's a good word here? Um, shiftier. You have to be a little bit shiftier. You need to be a little bit more craftier to beat some of these good defenses. And I think that's what we got here. Because both back lines were good. Conte was, I mean, Conte was Conte. Um, and bro, that dude, that dude, there. Another man of the beast. Also, also, guys, make sure you guys check us out on Insta- well, again, Instagram and Twitter at InstagramFC because we did drop some appreciation posts for some of the players from Chelsea for, for the successes that they got in this Champions League final. Um, all right. So let's talk about this game. Chelsea beat Manchester City one to nothing. Manchester City had 60% of the possession. Chelsea outshot them eight to seven. Kai Havertz, Edward, scores in the forty-second minute. This was his first ever Champions League goal. Yeah, not not Champions League final goal. His first Champions League goal. This means that this man has never scored a goal in the Champions League. That includes his time at Bayern Leverkusen, and that obviously includes this, this season right now with Chelsea. He has yet to have ever scored a goal, and I think he scored the best goal. For himself. Yeah, yeah. To score in a final. And I'm going to say this. Like, I was watching the game and I was talking to my coworker Rodrigo as I was watching it. One of the things that 
I, I hate is when guys try to do too much when they're near goal, when they're at goal. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they do a little bit. Maybe they're trying to build a little bit more, more separation from either the defender or the goalkeeper by making a, do a little quick chop to build some separation to take a shot versus just taking the shot and just seeing what, because it's a 50 50 shot to me at that point. Either you get it in or the goalkeeper stops it. Right. This is where doing that extra little move works. Obviously, you see Ederson coming out. It's a one on one matchup between Havertz and Ederson. Kai Havertz makes that little, that little shift move. And then obviously, you know, Edison gets a gets his foot on, gets his hand on it, then it goes in the back of the net. Just a thing of beauty, caught Man City slipping. That's yep. literally what it did. And that's it, th- this was what you. That's what I was gonna see from this matchup because it was gonna be that team that makes the mistake. And unfortunately, that they made that mistake a lot earlier than I thought. I didn't think it was gonna happen in the first half, but it was near the end of the first half. But yeah, you know, Kai Havertz scores his first goal. We did drop a, an, appreci- an appreciation post for, for Kai Havertz for scoring his first goal, and it happened to be a Champions League final winning goal. Um, yep. Just like, just like Mario Gotze in the World Cup. True. Oh, yeah, true. Christian Pulisic becomes the first American to play and win the Champions League. There has been an American that has won the Champions League, but he didn't play. Christian Pulisic did play. And I mean, people are gonna say that oh, you know, he only played like he only played like a few minutes. Like, why are you gonna give him credit? He's still playing the Champions League. He will still part that Champions League run. Remember, he scored on Real Madrid. That hurts, but he scored on Real Madrid. I mean, I, I did think it was a little slap to the face to have Timo Werner start over Christian Pulisic because I feel like Christian Pulisic earned it. But you know what? Tuchel made the right call. I think obviously. They won the game, so you can't say that he didn't make the right call. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it, it was a... But yeah, congratulations. I think it, it's only fitting that Christian Pulisic becomes the first American to win the Champions League. Yeah. It just makes sense. As much as... like, Even though Zach Steffen would, would, could have also been the first American, the issue was that he wasn't playing. And, and that was kind of the thing that me and Kelsey talked about on Unhinged FC, is that it means more to me for Christian Pulisic to win it than it is for Zach Steffen, and it's only because Christian Pulisic will be on the field. Yep. He's going to be playing in the game, where Zach Steffen is just, he's going to be on the bench, and it's just because of the fact, it's not that he's a bad goalkeeper, it's just the fact that he's got Ederson in front of him. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't count because he's not on the field, but I mean, it counts for Christian Pulisic, and I think it, it, it only makes sense that, you know, he's the he's going to be, the, he's the first of this generation of American players that are going to come out, and hopefully we'll see more and more great American players come out after this. But it just, it makes more, it, it just makes, it's only, it, it's like that, uh, we're, we're going to have a lot of office, uh, office, co- you know, references today. It was like, it can only be you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like, oh, a cake of Christian Pulisic's face and it says, it can only be me. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. It can only be Christian Pulisic. Like, it, it, it makes, it just make it doesn't, make, it, it won't make sense if it wasn't Christian Pulisic to me. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I mean, yeah, he may have come in um, later in the game, but he still did quite an impact. He almost had a chance to go, actually. He, he did. So he, he did. Oh, man. But that was also good defense as well. They stayed on him. That's all I got to say for that one. But, yeah, so there is also an appreciation post for Christian Pulisic as well on Instagram and Twitter at InstagramFC. Um, and Edward, Mindy. 
tied with Kaylor Navas for the for clean sheet for the clean sheet record with nine clean sheets this Champions League season. And he also becomes the first African goalkeeper to win the Champions League. Yeah. That dude there, he did amazing work, dude. So Edward Man- amazing. Edward Mendy for, for those of you that don't know a little bit about his backstory. There was a point where Edward Mendy was on the verge of quitting the game. Um, he, you know, obviously he was, you know, needing, he was about to work. Like he just couldn't do anything, you know, and then obviously he got a chance, played for, uh, Rennes and then Chelsea went and got him and beat out the most expensive goalkeeper. <laughs> I still can't believe that. But anyways, Mendy proved to be one of the top goalkeepers. And to be honest, I thought he was French. That's my mistake. I didn't know. I I didn't know he he was he technically plays for Senegal, but obviously when I hear Mendy, I also assume French players. And it's a it's a, it's a at least for my defense. But Mendy to become the first goal, to, like just to hear his story, and for him to come out and become the first of African goalkeeper to win the Champions League, it just it just cements how smart Chelsea was when they brought him in. I mean. Not so smart the fact that they overpaid Kepa, but smart that they brought this guy just in case Kepa didn't work out. And clearly that happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think Mendy just had a phenomenal year. Um, and I think he should, he's going to be the number one guy, uh, from, from here on out. I don't think Kepa can even argue on that one. Um, Kepa might be on the way out of that case, but yeah. uh, this is an amazing season for, for, for Mendy as well. Also, there is an appreciation post for Mendy as well. Oh, yeah. Mendy's, he, he played really badass. He stopped a lot of good shots, too. He was such a good goalkeeper, man. He had so many clean sheets. So, And to tie with Taylor Navas, put some respect on the man. Put some respect. That's all I got to say about Navas. But now he's in, this, in a group with Taylor Navas. That should tell you something. These two goalkeepers deserve credit, man. Put some respect on these guys' names. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Put some respect. And I mean, Conte, man, Conte. There is an appreciation post for Conte, but Conte got mad at the match uh, for this game because I mean, the man was there. Bro, the dude was insane. Those times were. I wish I had Conte's energy, man, because that guy, that guy. And it, it's funny though. So like, everybody's like kissing the the, the Champions League trophy, and Conte just he just pats he it. just pats it and keeps walking. And it kind of reminds me of the of the World Cup ceremony that they had when you know when they were went back to France. You had like. Griezmann doing the, the, the Fortnite dance. You have, you know, uh, um, Teddy doing something. I don't know what it was, but he did some sort of dance. And then you had, uh, Papa also dancing. Then you just have Conte walking and clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Conte is just something special, man. Like, if you guys don't know what Conte, like, Conte, kind of similar to Mendy, man. Like, he was playing in the third division in France. And then played for a second division team in, in France and then got them promoted to the first division. Goes to Leicester City is, was part of that great Leicester City run to win the Premier League and then gets a deal to Chelsea and then, you know, World Cup winner, Premier League winner, um, and now Champions League winner. Also won the Europa League too as well. But, and he joins a very unique group. He's with Thierry Henry for player and other players. I can't name them all to you right now, but. Thierry Henry is the one to highlight, at least. For a player to win the English Premier League, the World Cup, and the Champions League. Thierry Henry. And I'm sure as a Frenchman, he definitely would love to be in that group. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> to be have his name next to him. So, no, yeah, Conte. But also to point out, uh, Tuchel. I mean, obviously he he comes back to the Champions League final after bringing PSG to the final last year, only to lose. Comes in with Chelsea, and Tuchel is three and zero against Pep Guardiola. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, I mean, Edward, should, I, should I just mention this? Go for it, dude. Pep Guardiola overthought the tactics. Who did? <laughs> I, I know it's a running joke. Like, I'm sure if you guys look at anything social media, like even Bleacher Report, uh, Bleacher Report soccer or football, I forget what they call themselves, but they even they make fun of like the fact that Guardiola just overthinks the tactics. Um, it's also unfortunate that Kevin De Bruyne couldn't continue the game. Obviously, he got a fracture on his face um, after having a collision with Rudiger. And that could have also been a factor, but I mean, Phil Foden, they, they covered Phil Foden pretty well as well. I just don't think that he made the right the right decisions into his game. He should have stuck with what 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 got them there. And unfortunately, that's not what he did. Um, yeah. And, and it's great. Man, I, I feel like no one has such a disappointing face like Sergio Aguero's. Oh, bro. His, his whole deal was he wanted to exit it out as a champion. Like, he wanted to give the fans one last championship. Like that was that was his deal because he kept looking up. I could see him. He kept looking at the stands, and it just it just got to him, dude. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I, I mean, it, to think about it, like falling short in, in the in the Copa Americas, falling short in the World Cup, and, and now falling short in this. It's just, uh, I mean, you know, you can't say that Sergio Aguero has given Man City such an amazing career. Um, obviously, was part of some great Premier League teams. Won a Premier League this year. Um, it would have been great for, I mean, obviously to give them a treble, a big, tr- a treble with a Champions League title would have meant so much to, to Aguero, but I, I, obviously I just think Chelsea was the better team in this one. Yeah, they were, they were, I felt like they were more positioned well, and I mean, Manchester City, whenever they would get the ball already, their players were already getting pressed. Like, as soon as they got the ball already, they were already getting pressed. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, man. So Chelsea, the twenty twenty one UEFA Champions League champions. So it's gonna be interesting to see the. the no, I mean, no one really cares about the UEFA Super Cup, but um, it's gonna be interesting to see if you're out, Chelsea. Yeah. I, I think this is the two the two champions that people thought of when the season when this started. They really did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they're they're really I mean, honestly, like whoever whoever put money on Villarreal and Chelsea. Uh, congratulations, because I don't think anybody <laughs> betted on these teams. Bro, imagine if somebody would put like five dollars on Villarreal to win the the whole thing in Europa League. Ooh, man, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play some Coldplay a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So that is those are the games that we recap. Like I said, we're not doing any re- games to recap ourselves, just because like it's hard to hard hard to. You don't want to overshadow these three, these three uh, finals. Yeah, you can't really. Anyways, with the just the regular games, these are legit badass championship games. Mm-hmm. All right, our players of the week. All right, so my player of the week is Kai Havertz, who you know he is now a Champions League champion. He scored the winning goal in Chelsea's win against Manchester City in the Champions League final. So I mean. How can how can I not put him as a player of the week? Part of me wishes that Timo Werner actually you know scored so I could have put him as my player of the week. 
Ele só age forma. Ele só age forma, Mas, é, você sabe, Kai Havertz, ele deu um muito bom sweet goal. Ele deu um smooth, ele deu aquele pequeno ponto onde ele tapou no Ederson, eu acho que foi sua mão. Mas depois ele teve a segunda chance de tapar de novo. Ele deu aquele bom cut. He didn't have that cut, uh, not the cutback, but he cut in, and it was it was nice. It was, it was beautiful. No, yeah, definitely a good pick. I would, I, I could totally agree. Kai Havertz. What I mean, about? He got the goal that won the game. So yeah, exactly. Like dude, the big dude. game. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really get to add a lot, especially from a young kid like that. Yeah, sure. All right, and who looks your player of the week? I have Irving Chucky Lozano. Oh, nice. So. Also playing this past weekend was actually there wasn't friendly USA lost those person <laughs> uh, but Mexico were losing one and nothing to Iceland obviously off of an uncle but they were losing one and nothing to Iceland and they're friendly and coming out coming out the bench was Chucky Lozano which baffled me to be honest but Lozano goes ahead and scores two goals in Mexico's two one win against Iceland. Coming off the bench, nice. So he, he, he basically this is like you know like when Barcelona played America and they brought in uh, they brought in uh, Ronaldinho and they just came back. It was basically that's what it was. Shaky Lozano took care of business. Iceland played great. No, no, nothing against them. They they had an amazing game. I think that they look good, but it's Mexico, and then you bring in Shaky Lozano. I mean, granted, he didn't have like the best season with Napoli, but nobody in Napoli had a great season either. So, I mean, you know, they fired their manager. So, I mean, what what does that tell you? But, right. But yeah, so no, Chucky Lozano scores two goals. Like I said, it's even it's even more impressive. I get it, that's a friendly, but it's very impressive the fact that he had to come off the bench. He came off the bench and scored two goals. Like you don't see that normally when, when someone comes off the bench. Maybe a goal, maybe an assist, but never two goals. But, so, yeah, so, I, I mean, Chico Lozano, if Napoli doesn't want to do anything with him, I think he needs to go somewhere and he's going to go beast out because I think he's such a good player. Yeah, I mean, he, he is a good player. And, I mean, I, I, I actually have picked him uh, to be in my FIFA uh, roster every now and again. Um, but I, I honestly feel like I, I, want, I want to see him succeed a lot more. Like, I want to see him in the Premier League team. I don't know. That's just me. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think about him in Arsenal every once in a while. <laughs> uh, but we got they got Mendy. So. Yeah, right. I mean, not Mendy. They got uh, Pepe. They got Pepe. Nicholas Pepe. Yeah. All right. So, those are our players of the week. Congratulations, Kai Havertz and Chucky Lozano for being our players of the week. All right. So, we're not going to do any game previews just because, like, well, they're, they're friendlies in a World Cup qualifier, so it's kind of hard to, like, to analyze them in any way like that, because obviously when you do call-ups, it could be like any, it could be like the same players. It cannot, it can also be different players as well. So, anyways, so these are some games that you guys should look out this week. Um, I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think they're playing this weekend, but I know they'll be playing within the week, like mon at least Monday and Tuesday. But um, especially with with the Euros coming up, you know they're trying to get these teams ready before their, you know, for their big for their big uh tournament, especially the Euros, and that is. Belgium versus Croatia. I think that's going to be a really good one. Um, who knows how Croatia's going to look like after, you know, obviously being from that, that team that went to the World Cup final um, to, to 
two years ago? Yeah. Three years ago? Two. Three years ago? They were in the World Cup final, but uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how this team looks. And, and Belgium, obviously, that's it's Belgium. You, you know the players are in Belgium. It will be interesting to see. I don't think Kevin De Bruyne will be there because, obviously, he got his face fractured. But, it, you know, Belgium is still a pretty good team to watch. Um, but, yeah, so that that's a game to look at. Uh, Norway versus Greece. I mean, a chance to see, you know, Erling Haaland and Odegaard and Hogg. Just Norway's going to be, I, I won't say it's going to be like, a, like, oh, don't, you know, this team could win the, the Euros. But, I mean, like, they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, they are. They're going to they're gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, so I think Greece will be an interesting test. I don't know if Greece is going to be, like, super amazing or anything like that, but. Just to, I think it's just to watch Norway. <laughs> Honestly, the, I picked this game only because it's it's Norway. Like let's let's see what Norway does. Yeah, right. Let's see what Norway brings out. And out the last the last game I'm going to mention it's actually a World Cup qualifier for the FIFA World Cup, and it is Colombia versus Argentina. And weirdly enough, these were the two teams that were going to host the Copa America that's coming up, like in a few weeks actually. Um. But they're not going to, due to some issues, they will not be hosting it. Actually, Brazil has now been officially the host of Copa America. So, obviously, last week, you guys, met, you know, I mentioned that uh, Colombia will not be hosting it. Now, Argentina will also not be hosting it. So, Brazil is officially going to be the host for Copa America. So, they have, uh, they don't even, they have like a matter of weeks to prepare. Oh, okay. So, that's, that's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, Brazil gets to host it. Um, I mean, last time Brazil hosted the Copa America, they, they won the Copa America. <laughs> yeah. So, We'll see how that. I'm sure that that's what that's why they jumped in on it real quick. But yeah, so any anything you want to highlight from those games to preview? Right? Mm, well, I mean, for Belgium versus Croatia, I actually want to see if Belgium's actually even thinking about bringing out Hazard. Mm-hmm. So, I know that. I mean, of course they're gonna bring out Thorgan. What are you talking about? No, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about I, don't, I don't recognize one Hazard. Uh-huh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm just interested to see if they're actually going to bring him out or not, or they're just going to keep him like, you know, oh, you can stay around Madrid, we're not going to call him up for this. Um, and then for Norway, like you said, it's going to be a fun match to watch. I just want to see, like, Alan, um, Odegaard, see, um, they, I want to see the team that they're bring, bringing up. For all we know, we might discover new youth talent as well. Um, for, There's a lot of young Norwegian players that, that are, are very interesting. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, I believe um, I don't know how to say their name, but they in the Eredivisie, Eredivisie. Uh, they in the Dutch league. They he plays in the AZ. In AZ. I can't. I cannot. I cannot remember how it would AZ like as AZ. Um, AZ Akmar. Yeah, so I think so. Um, but. He's a winger, and he's really young, but he's, he's from Norway, so maybe they're also going to bring him out, too. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's, a, it's not necessarily like, there's not a lot of Norwegian players that we can name on the top of our heads, so I mean, I'm sure he'll, he'll probably get, he'll probably be looked at. I mean, if he's doing well, but, but yeah. And then, um, so that's going to be interesting to watch. And then Colombia, Argentina, that's just, oh, that's just, I, I, so apparently, I heard rumors that Hamas wasn't called up. I think for Copa, for Copa America, for Copa America but I don't know if he got called up for this one either. This is a big one because I mean it is a World Cup qualifier. 
But it was because of his fitness issues. So, I mean, yeah, probably, he probably won't be in there. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to watch uh, Colombia if, for some reason, Hamas is playing. I mean, there's Muriel and Zapata. Yeah, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right, man, so we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll go ahead and wrap things up with three up, three down. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we are Insert Name FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com. Hello? We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. We will see you there. And we are back. All right, three up, three down. And today's topic is... Okay. <laughs> Brain fart? I was reading Spencer's thing and I couldn't really figure it out. All right. Three up, three down. Things that would get canceled now. So for you guys to have a reference, it's things that, you know, from what we grew up watching that we know for sure wouldn't wouldn't fly if it, if it was starting now. So basically, that's what it is. And, and you guys know cancel culture. And everything. Some people are just realizing that, you know, Tropic Thunder, Tropic Thunder happened. So there's that. So it's, it's going to be a little bit interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking of mine. So, you can go ahead and start with uh, Spencer's. Yeah. So, so alright. So, give you guys a reference to, for three up. It would be something like, I love it, but I know that wouldn't work now. And then three down is like, yeah, even, even though I like it, it was bad then. Spencer doesn't have a three down. <laughs> so, I guess I guess I could start with three down. All right, man. All right, so three down. Um, do you, by any chance? Okay, so three down. Something that would be, um, what was well, how do you say it again? Huh? Uh, three down. Um, three down would be things that I would get canceled by now. So something that no, uh, three down would be like. Yeah, I can see that getting canceled. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, okay, so... Man, this is actually a tough okay, one. Okay, I'll go first. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Alright, for three down, uh, number three, um, I mean, as much as you guys know, I love Scarface, but yeah, Scarface probably will be getting canceled. And it's not for what you guys think, not the, the drugs and the killing. I think people wouldn't really mind that part because of it's a movie. It's, uh, it's the part, okay, it's spoiler for people that haven't seen Scarface, even though it's been out since the 70s. Um, Tony Montana really likes his sister. <laughs> I mean, like, really likes his sister. <laughs> so, with the, all right. If you watch the movie, the the part, the scene that introduces his sister, you wouldn't realize it's his sister the way they're interacting. Oh, I think I remember that. And then obviously the the you know in the ending when she literally just kind of puts it out there that you know Tony, you want to fuck me? So yeah, I think that's where people are gonna be like, yeah, I I don't know if I can be cool with that. Like the you know incest. And that's all she wanted. Obviously, she's you know she tried to kill him, but I mean like the fact that Tony, 
it was clear that Tony wanted, wanted to fuck his sister. That's literally what my, my reason. So, number three, uh, Scarface. All right, all right. Uh, number two, um, I mean, uh, number two would be, I think, I, I kind of sticking with the whole, like, family thing, uh, Back to the Future. Uh, oh, you think, you really think so? I, I think so. I, I really think so. Um, I, I, something, something to, because I obviously, like, one, uh, you know, uh, Marty, Marty's dad is a peeping Tom. We learned that. <laughs> For those of you who didn't see Back to the Future, I'm sorry. Even though it's been out since the 90s. Is it 80s or 90s? I think it was 90s. Early, early 90s, I think. Yeah. So, Marty McFly, when he, when he finds his dad, uh, he finds him, uh, watching his mom with binoculars. Oh, yeah. So he finds out that his dad is a peeping Tom. I'm pretty sure that people won't necessarily like that that, that somehow becomes a love story. <laughs> uh, to the fact that the, you know his mom wanted to bang him. Right. I mean, in context, she didn't know who he was. And then apparently she thought his name was Calvin Klein because he had Calvin Klein on his underwear. So, but I just think, the one, the fact that his dad was a peeping Tom, which I'm sure people wouldn't like that right now. And then, too, the fact that, uh, you know, yeah, his mom was trying to get some with him. Okay. So, yeah, there's, there's, that? there's yeah. that. And then my number one, um, I mean, let's face it, Tropic, uh, Tropic Thunder clearly wouldn't wow, be a yeah. thing. You can see that with down? Like, I can see why it gets canceled. Like, it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that would be what it gets. Mm. Like, no, like, today... No one would pitch that movie idea. And obviously, specifically, and I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I actually found it funny because I, I got the reason behind it. Mm -hmm. right. But obviously, Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. So, I mean, like, as much as, and everyone's going to say the same thing. Like, it's not, it's, it's not bad. Like, it, he literally was making fun of the lengths that actors go for to, to, to become a certain role. Because right. obviously, you know, he, he, was, he was playing the method actor. That's what, you know, what, what, uh, what Robert Downey Jr.'s character was, was like the guy that like breathe, like becomes his role. And obviously his role was to become a black sergeant in the army. And so obviously he does this, this controversial operation where he changed his skin pigmentation so he could play the sergeant in the movie, you know, so. I remember that. So I, I, as much as I just think that that is not something that would have gone like, if people were to listen to that part, like, hear that pitch, I don't think that they would have gone through with it. Like, that would obviously, like, mm, I don't know. But I think back in the day, because they, because obviously we, that was, I think it was a little bit different. I don't, I don't think it was as sensitive. I think it was, like, the sensitivity was still there. I just don't think, um, <laughs> I think now it's just, like, with social media being as strong as it now is, that there will be more of an uproar if the movie came out and they found out, hey, Robert Downey Jr. is playing a black guy. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, to reiterate my, my three my three down, number three is Starface, number two, uh, Back to the Future, and number one being uh, Tropic Thunder. Okay, okay. All right, all right. 
I got you. I got you. Okay, I got the gist of it. I got the gist of it. Okay, so number. Okay, so my this is my three down. So my number three. My final three. Sorry, Tubbies. I don't know. Is there like a specific reason why you picked that? Because, because, okay, think about it this way. They're they're grown as whatever they were aliens. I guess I don't know. But it's like supposedly, um, back then, you know, think about it, like, back then, they didn't have, like, a gender or anything like that, or he's gay or he's straight or whatever. But I think they said that, well, I forgot, one of them had a purse mm-hmm. as a something or other. So that, that that's the reason why, you know, you're kind of pushing, okay, you know, either homosexuality or you're pushing all kinds of other shit because that's what they basically went on. It took years for that shit to actually, you know, be actually uh, uh, like uh, uh, something to talk about. Like, you know, oh, you know, he's he might be gay because I think it was a purple one. He yeah, might be gay. The purple one. Yeah, he might be gay because he has a purse, and everybody's like, what? Like, no, and yeah. Everybody's just like, uh, what? And it took years for that shit to, to snowball into something better. Um, I'm not even sure if the show is still canceled or anything like that, or if it even got canceled. But yeah, I can I, see it didn't cancel. Continued. I, I think uh, this continued. It just continued like a long time though, like before this whole and this whole kind of culture came through. Like this whole, oh, you know, you can't show, you know, people being gay on TV, mm-hmm. especially you know a kids show. And then mind you, they would also be rubbing their bellies and touching themselves and. They were all they were very touchy touchy feely feely, and I know in this kind of uh, how do I say uh, this kind of uh, culture now, I guess you you can't really do that now. Like you try to do that, and you're at work and shit. People gonna be looking at you like, yeah, I'm gonna report your uh, HR, or you know, you sexually harassing. You just looked at somebody real, mm-hmm. real quick. So, so yeah, and then um, it just it just takes. I guess maybe that's the reason. Excuse me. Maybe that's the reason why I see it like that. Because there's going to be parents and there's going to be people that are like, "Oh, you can't play that now. You know, that's not right to be playing it in this lifetime." Kind of stuff. You know? Okay. So that's the reason why I would say Teletubbies. I don't know if you see it as a as a valid one or not. I mean, it's your it's your it's your three down. So I mean, I I mean I can see it. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so my next one is um this one is because it's because of the cultural sensitivity as well. Um, uh, it's also a cartoon. Um, uh, Sagwa, the Siamese cat, something like that. Oh man, I forgot about that. That was on PBS, right? Yeah, I forgot about that show. Yeah, so. I mean, think about it. You know, you're literally talking about a whole culture of diversity. I'm pretty sure, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no Asian people found any offense to it. I mean, especially back in the day, you know, they're like, hey, you know, we're learning about, you know, our culture. Or people were like, hey, I'm learning about, you know, this Asian culture, you know. And so now I feel like if you try to show that to somebody, they'll be like, oh, I can't believe you're playing that. Oh, you know. Um, so I, I could see it getting canceled for that reason. But, I mean, 
I think I, what I found interesting was the fact that they were trained these cats to write. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they would write, they would write um, the, the Chinese alphabet and stuff, and they would show you how to write it and stuff like that. I mean, you gotta think about it. Now, in this kind of uh, environment that people are growing up in, a lot of people are like, no, I don't want my child to learn that. Or, you know, oh, no, no, that's wrong. They're just, yeah, because they're not supposed to show that kind of, that kind of stuff. Like, you're not supposed to make fun of Asians. And I'm like, I don't think you're making fun of Asians, you know, like, kind of like that. Okay, I, I can see it. And then, of course, you know, number one, which I am surprised it still hasn't been canceled, but, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the show every now and again, but sometimes it tends to cross the line just a tad bit. Um, South Park. Okay. I mean, I don't even have to explain myself for that one, honestly. I think that was, like, self-explanatory. Every single season, there's always going to be something that it's, like, borderline. They attack everybody. Yeah, they attack everybody. So it's not just, oh, they're making fun of certain people. No, they, you, you they know, attack it's everybody. It's like the, 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 not the running, the running, the running discussion is that, because, like, it, I hate that it, it, it does seem like, the gener- you know, like, these modern generations now, is like, it just seems that they've gotten softer and more offensive. And these were the people that are watching South Park. Yeah. And, and like, I don't, maybe they never, maybe they didn't like South Park. Maybe that's it. But like, for people that have grown up on South Park to be this sensitive is just mind baffling to me. <laughs> mind boggling or mind baffling? It, it kind of the same thing. But, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy to think that. But yeah, no, I get, I get you. Yeah. So, I mean, um, <clears throat> So that's my number one. That's my number one in South Park. So to reiterate, it's number three, Teletubbies. Number two, um, Sagwa, the Siamese cat. And number one is um, South Park. That, that's my three down. That's the uh, ones that are like, I can see that getting canceled. Big time. Alright, so Spencer's three up is number three, going to sports events and actually being able to have fun while in close proximity. There's a point there. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Like one of the best things to do is go, to, about going to sporting event is like the interaction with another fan. Like, I mean, like when I went, no, I mean, uh, I'll just say whenever I went to a when I used to go to Dynamo games a lot, mm-hmm. I remember I'd just be hugging like the guy next to me. I never knew the guy, but I hugged him. Like you know, when Dynamo scored a goal, yeah, which is fairly fairly rare that that happens now. <laughs> but okay, I'm making fun. Of, I'm I'm a little, going a little too hard on them. They've been doing pretty well, but um. But yeah, so now he's got a good point. Company potlucks. Hmm. Would they? Would they? I, I guess since they're bringing their own dish. Hmm. I don't know if I would cancel. I mean, I guess there's like. Oh, I mean, I guess like dietary reasons, because like, you know everybody's obsessed with gluten. It's a gluten free. Oh yeah. Is that uh, vegan? I'm sorry. Uh, I, don't, I don't eat meat. I don't eat things that breathe. Like, I mean... Okay, no, yeah, Spencer has a point. I, I'll give it to him now. I was kind of scared <laughs> at first. But then now, now that I'm like... I don't know if this is even his thought process. Like, I'm literally going off of my thought. Because obviously Spencer adds, like, a, an explanation. But this is when you just put company potlucks uh, and then, like, uh, uh, Monaco emoji, Monaco emoji, Monaco emoji. So, I mean... Like, 
I really don't know. But I mean, I'm guessing because of how people are like very specific with what they eat now these days. That yeah, or maybe maybe someone brings a vegan dish and you don't want to eat vegan. So. No, yeah, that's a good one. That's actually a really good one. I actually give props to Spencer on that one. So number two, company potlucks, and number one, coughing because you got strang because you got strangled without someone giving you the death stare. Uh, I think he, I think he means like the coughing. Darth Vader. Huh? Coughing? Yeah. Just face it now. Like you can't you can't cough and then not have people look at you because of you know the pandemic. Yeah, because of COVID. Yeah. So like. When you start coughing, people just stare at you and they think that you're infected. Like, <laughs> it's basically what it is now. Okay. Um, so, I think, I, no, I, I totally get what he's saying. Like, people just stare at you, like, like either, like, why are you out here when you're infected? Or, <laughs> yeah, they look at you with that, oh, you're infected. And, yeah, you know, so, and so, that stare, and you're just like, come on, guys. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to live my life. Oh, like, and it, uh, what ha- it happened to me one day. I was like, and it wasn't because I was, like, sick. Um, You know, when you, like, uh, Swallow your own saliva or something like you know, just out of nowhere, you just start coughing, and, and so that's what happened to me. And everyone's just looking at me, and they're just like, like giving me the yeah, the death stare. So, so yeah, totally agree with that. So yeah. So to reiterate, Spencer, uh, Edward, did you have anything to add to that or no? All right. So his three up was number three, going to sporting events and actually being able to have fun while in close proximity. Number two, company potlucks, and number one, coughing because. You get strangled without someone giving you the death stare. Alright. Okay. Alright. Alright. My three up. Uh, uh, now, once again, these are things that we like, but we know that it, it won't work anymore now. Um, number three, The Office. That was my number one, so. Okay. Well, it's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> but number three, The Office. Um, I just think that, like, some people. The, they go there sometimes, like, um, obviously with, like, Michael Scott doing the, the Chris Rock bit, I think that for sure <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't fly that much now. Mm, yeah. Uh, and then also the fact that, like, Michael Scott made himself Martin Luther King. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, yeah, so, number number three, The Office. Um, number two, number two is Family Guy. Oh yeah, and I, they do say some very, very uh, insensitive jokes, but it's also I think it's also because it's like I feel like people would think that Family Guy is really stupid. Yeah, and I can see it. I understand it. I find it. Fun. I still find Family Guy funny, but even I know like yeah, this is this is, and they go there. Like I mean, they go there with some of their jokes. Oh yeah, I mean one of the I remember one of the the one of the what was it when uh, Peter found out he was black. Like he, he had like a oh, yeah. and then like the cops were like, "Hey, you're that you're that black guy, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then they start beating him. Oh god! So, so yeah, like I said, I I get I get why wouldn't and obviously when you have an episode where Peter finds out that he has a black relative, a distant relative that's black. Oh god! Yeah, that's not, yeah. So so yeah, so I'm like it it it's a. Uh, so, yeah, not 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 what it wouldn't I wouldn't say would fly now these days. Um, and then number one to me is South Park. Like uh, I, said, I love South Park. I think these are all shows that that I actually like watching, especially when I was younger. But I know for sure if those if these shows were starting now, like I don't think they would have made it past the pilot. Oh wow! Like for sure, especially South Park because 
Like I, the first episode, I think is when uh when Carmen gets probed by an alien. Oh yeah, you know they redid that episode, right? Did they? Yeah, they like re- it's called. Uh, I think it's like the same. The the Carmen got probed two point because they remade it and they're like, whoa, like this happened already before, and they're like trying to figure out what's going on, and they find out what's going on, and oh, okay, you know, so. But yeah, so South Park obviously is like a very offensive show. They make fun of everybody, so I don't think. The thing, the fact that they do make fun of everybody, specifically Mormons, but the fact that they do make fun of everybody, it just tells you that, like, at least they're very equal, equal opportunists. They're not, they're not making just fun of. Yeah, like, I mean, they, they just go for it, but I think the fact that, like, it's kind of one of those things, like, it's not funny until, like, it's funny until it happens to you. Yeah. And so it's like, once you, once you get got by them, then that's when you, like, when you, when you get mad. Uh, I saw the fish sticks uh, joke is the one of the episodes that I just I can't get over. Oh yeah, and, and the, the fact that Kanye West just never understood the joke, and I also love the fact that he they, they took a shot at Carlos Mencia. <laughs> oh yeah, no, which turns, always. Which turns out that Carlos Mencia's his real name is not Carlos Mencia. His name is Ned. Oh wow, really? Yeah, um, he's and he's not Mexican. He's Honduran. Oh yeah. But yeah, so but yeah, for sure, I think South Park would get wouldn't. Like I said, these shows, as much as I love them and I I still watch them to this day, I know for sure. Uh, like I conflict can say it probably wouldn't have made it past the pilot. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. I I just I just don't see it. Some people may think differently from me. Like maybe some people will argue that it it would, but I don't think like in today's world, I just don't think it would have worked out. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that happening. So I, I really can't see actually. Like, I'm, I'm like I told you before. I'm really surprised that this show has not been tried to get canceled already. Yeah. So, um, my to reiterate my three up, um, The Office, Family Guy, and uh, South Park. Okay. All right. All right. So here's my three up. All right. So you wouldn't be surprised, maybe. Um, so, my number three is Dragon Ball Z. Wow. Oh, okay. I, Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z? Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Well, I need to hear this. Cause I can okay. see why. I can see why Dragon Ball would get canceled. I never hear what Dragon Ball Z gets canceled. Okay. So let's let's put it this way. This has to do with you know um, the color of your skin. Because they have Mr. Popo. Oh, my God. And, of course, his voice also, you know, like, a uh, little cuckoo, you know, like, all, like, you know. Oh, my God, I everything. forgot about Mr. So, Popo. So, Mr. Popo, if, if you guys don't know, which I'm surprised, if you guys haven't heard or have, don't know, Mr. Popo is literally all blackface. Like, all blackface. Like, legit, uh, his whole body is the color black and his lips, you see his lips, they're like a, a, a lighter, a lighter, and you see him, he opens his mouth and everything, so it's kind of like right then, right there, you already know. And the thing is, what they did for, I think, in and Dragon like, Ball... And, and he's Kami's, uh... Yeah, he's Kami's, like, assistant. Assistant. Yeah, and then, um, uh, after that, uh, I don't know if you know, in Dragon Ball Z Kai, they made him purple. Yeah, 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 no, I did see that. Yeah, so that's to, you know, to try to fight off, like, the original, 
you know, oh, you know, especially since they Americanized it, they made it purple instead of, you know, uh, black. So, uh, that's my number three for that reason. The Dragon Ball Z. And I love the show, but if they were to cancel it, you know, I'd be like, I can see why. You know, like, I, I can see why. And, um, maybe you could say that the, the information did a good way of, uh, you know, trying to deflect that bullet by changing him a different color, you know. Um, alright. So then, and my number two, and I had my number two, but I need to my time. Oh, number two is whose line is it anyways? Ooh. But the older ones. The older ones. Not the new ones. The new ones are too family friendly. They're too safe. Uh, I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm talking about the ones with uh, Wayne Brady, Colin Locker, Ryan Stiles, and maybe like uh, Greg or, or a special guest star. Even the one with Robin Williams, bro. Oh my lord, I died watching that episode. But it's like now if you play those that show and then Drew Carey, you know, also being on there, oh, he would say some stuff where you just like, Oh my god, he can't, I can't believe that came out of his his mouth. But it wasn't like, Oh god, it is vulgar or anything. No, it's just wow. Like you just kinda whoa and you even hear the audience just go, Oh, like, wow. Um, but now, if you play those episodes now on live TV, I am sure somebody's going to be like, you cannot play that anymore because so-and-so, Wayne Brady said something, or Drew Carey said something, you know? Okay. So, uh, I'm pretty sure you know already that that's actually a possibility. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it's a good show. I love it. So, but like I said, I love it, but I can see why they get canceled. And then my number one, like I already told you, is The Office. Because that one, if you try to recreate that show in the exact same way now, that will get I mean, that would get canceled the first season. You, you mentioned Mr. Popo for Dragon Ball Z. Nate Blackface. Nate Blackface. Oh, no, I'm not going to do the dry shoots all like this. No, no, not all traditions. Not all traditions. You know, I don't follow it until later. And then he goes and texts him, hey, don't come in here. He's all dressed in blackface. I was like, oh my god. No, but I mean, even in the very first season, yeah, Michael Scott's like, Stanley, of course, and it's like, why, of the, course. The, the, what? Second, like, the second episode was just, Diversity Day. Oh my The second episode and Diversity Day. that was the Chris Rock bit, yeah. The so, Chris Rock bit, um, the, like, once again, the Martin Luther King they, thing. They wouldn't, even, they wouldn't even make it through like the second episode if they did that now. Yeah. That second episode now, the basketball and the basketball episode is one of my favorite is my favorite episode of The Office, and, and I love that part where he assumes that uh, that <laughs> uh, Stanley knows how to play basketball, and uh, and then he when he says to Oscar, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna save you for baseball season or boxing." Or boxing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my lord!" I was supposed to go soccer on that one, but yeah. but yeah. So to recap, my top three is. Jerry Buzzy, whose line is it anyway, and The Office. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, they're all very fitting. I don't <laughs> say that. Now you're like, oh, yeah, you're thinking about them now. You're like, oh, okay. No, I mean, like, I mean, I already did, but yeah, no, I was like, it, it, it's like, yeah, those are going to get canceled. Yeah. But, anyways, so that's the show. That is episode 39. Don't think we're done with soccer because obviously, like like we mentioned before, we have Copa America, we have the Euros, and then obviously Gold Cup, and I believe that also actually this this week is going to be the Concacaf Nations League finals. 
So there's still some there's still soccer for us to talk about. So it's not like it's, it, we're done yet. We're and then plus you got transfer rumors and all that. So we'll be pretty busy in the summer. So don't worry about that, guys. But once again, this is the show, man. Thanks for listening. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the Unhinged Sports Network. You can follow them on Twitter at Network Unhinged. Also, man, check out the YouTube channel for Unhinged Sports Network. They are they partner with the with the Danish American Football League. Um, they're currently doing a series that follows uh, the uh, the uh, the Gold Diggers. It's a football team from the league. Um, showing the stories of some of the players that are there, including quarterback Aaron Ellis, who is actually a friend of the Unhinged Sports Network. So I highly recommend it. I think it's a really good, uh, a really good documentary series. Um, especially if you guys are those people that like watching like Last Chance U, um, things like that. I think you would really enjoy it. I think it's really interesting. Uh, I, I, you know, people talk about Juco, but no one ever talks about players that go abroad to play American football in Europe. So I think it's a really good series, and it's really cool that Unhinged gets to be the, I guess the the person, the the group that gets to showcase it uh, to the to the world. So uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we're doing some things, obviously, constantly active with the blogs. I've been dropping some blogs now as of lately. So um, just you know, check out uh, Unhinged Sports Network, and obviously, you can catch us on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern time um, for Unhinged. And once again, the website is unhingedsn.com. So you guys can check us out and obviously also check out the radio podcast that they have there available as like, just like the part of the bench, J dash show, high low sports, shout out to Kelsey and our exclusive shows as well. Like three in the key unhinged FC and, um, and two for chirping, which are the ones that are pretty active right now because of basketball, football, uh, basketball, hockey, and, and obviously soccer. So make sure you check us out, especially unhinged FC. Cause we're, we're going to have to, also do our recap of the Champions League final with Kelsey and also we have to do our singing bed. So, so yeah. Uh, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company a g Graphics for the creation of the Instagram Name FC logo. You can follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. And once again, that's at a.g.graphics with an X. So go ahead and follow her. Send, us a, send her a message um, and she can hit you up with a logo. And of course, shout out to our good friend our producer, Roosevelt Spencer, for creating. Oh, Robo is crying. Then means he wants to go outside. So shout out to Spencer. You can follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, I always recommend people to create if they're doing a, a YouTube channel or a podcast. Create your have your own original beat for your show. That's what I always recommend. So hit up Spencer. Obviously, you hear our intro and outros. We recommend you to get him. Or if you're just an up and coming rapper and you want somebody to make some beats for you. Spencer is your guy as well. So once again, follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. So guys, as you can hear, Robo's crying. That's the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Catch us next week for episode forty. Wow, forty. All right, yeah, that was Robo's writing the on the on the table that I have the mic on. So yeah.
Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.